everyone, and welcome to In the Growth Space, where we discover new ways to grow our business, our teams, and ourselves. I'm your host and growth coach, David McGlennon, and I'm really glad you're here. Thanks so much for joining me. And thanks for tuning in once again. And and to my current listeners, I, I just want to ask you a quick favor. Could you do me a quick favor? If if there's been something that that's been helpful to you um, that I've shared here on this podcast for your own growth in some way, would you would you share this podcast with somebody? Uh, that would just mean the world to me, and I would really appreciate it. You see, I believe that growing companies have growing people. And, and growing companies are going to stand out in an increasingly commoditized world. And that standing out part means that those companies will be a, a, a market leader. And, and that being a market leader, of course, grows revenue and profits. And then that just helps the whole cycle of business continue. So, so thank you so much for sharing this podcast. Thank you for showing up once again. And, and let me just say, first and foremost, welcome to 2021. We made it through 2020, right? <laughs> Even though, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's early in the year, there is a lot of hope, a lot of anticipation and, and optimism that I know is in the air. And, and even though um, not a lot has really truly changed since the clock struck midnight on December 31st, I, I know that a lot of people... Are, are hoping for some great things in this new year. And, and what I thought I wanted to do here as we start 2021 is start some conversation around growing a results-based company culture. It's, it's really one of my passions. And recently I sat down virtually with one of my dear friends, Marissa Nielsen, for an episode of her podcast called Live Life Rich. If you're not listening to that one, definitely go check it out after you get done listening to, to this episode. But Marissa is, is such a powerhouse. She owns and operates several multi-million dollar businesses. She's been a financial planner, a money and mindset coach, and really one of my thinking partners in our international mastermind. And so I wanted to share an episode that we did of her podcast. It's episode 36 of the Live Life Rich podcast. And, and I wanted to share that because we had such a great conversation about building and growing a company culture. And, and on that episode, in this conversation that you're going to hear here in just a second, uh, I shared a couple of things with Marissa. And as I listened back to it, as I listened back to that episode, I knew that I needed to share it here with you. So, and, and I, actually, I've even got a, a download available to you in the show notes. So, Make sure that after you listen, go grab the, 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 uh, the download that I've got for you um, in the show notes. One last thing. <laughs> I have to say, I did not pay her to say all of the kind things that she said uh, at the beginning of the episode and, and, and really even at the end, but I'm grateful for her words of affirmation. I truly am. And so without further ado, here's my conversation with Marissa Nielsen. I'm Marissa Nielsen. This is Live Life Rich. I'm your host on today's podcast, and I have an amazing, amazing guest for you today. He is one of my dearest friends, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let him talk more in just a minute. But I have to just gush on this guy for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay. I'm so sorry, David. I have to gush on you. So my guest today is David McGlennon. And so all of you, my podcast listeners that are out there today, and for those of you who are finding us on YouTube, 
today, you know that I love to live life rich. And I love to live life rich with people who have a like-minded mindset. And so we're going to talk a little bit about how we live life rich today. I've brought a great guest and I and he's been an example of how you may live life rich with your family, with your focus, with and just have total freedom in your life to create the lifestyle business you want and really create the life you want, whether you're working for an employer or working for yourself. At the end of the day, this guy is a leader you want to follow. So he's so interesting. I, I just, I, I, he has, he has shared the stage. David McLennan has shared the stage with John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership guru in the world, uh, best-selling author. Uh, he has he has literally trained leaders everywhere from the Arctic Circle <laughs> to, to South America, and he's gone to Par- Paraguay, and he's he just he's been all over the world, and of course he is right here in the United States with me in the Pennsylvania area. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because I have yet to hit the Hershey's Chocolate Factory. I think that's in Pennsylvania, and I really Absolutely. I'm going to go visit David and go yes. have some Pennsylvania <laughs> chocolate. Um, and in addition to that, he is a recovering triathlon. And what I say by when he when he talks about being a recovering triathlon, yeah. this guy, this guy, he says it's addictive, right? Yeah. To uh, his his routine is addictive. So I'm going to talk with him a little bit about his behaviors, what he does, how he's gotten to where he is, because he has an absolute full on lifestyle business, and he trains leaders from all over the world today. And as part of that process, he's helping them grow in their money, in their mindset, in their lifestyle, in their career, in their family, in their relationships. Now you see why I have him on, right? (laughs) (laughs) This is not hard to guess. So David, David McLennan, thank you. Thank you, my dear friend. Thank Uh, you for being here. uh, I was so, so excited when you accepted my, accepted my, you know, my stalking. I stalked him a little. I was like, David, please be on my show. David, please be on my show. Thanks for being here, David. Say hello to my guests. Uh, Marissa, it's a pleasure. Um, thank you. I think I'm probably turning red, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be with you. Anytime with you is a, is a delight. And I'm super grateful to be able to share with your audience today and can't wait for this conversation. Uh, we're going to have a great one. It's going to be absolutely delightful. So a few years ago, David and I were introduced. We are part of the same international mastermind group. Now, for those of you who don't know what a mastermind is or haven't really heard that that terminology before, if you've ever read that book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, it's you know one of those all-time right up there, best-selling books of all time for business, for leadership, for life development. In Think and Grow Rich, he talks about having a mastermind. And the mastermind is bringing together people that will help you grow, help you mastermind, put your heads together and help help you really navigate business, life, your journey, and become the very best version of you. So they become a thinking partner. David is one of my thinking partners, (laughs) which is why I was so excited to have him on today, because I know the value that he's brought to me. And of course, many of you know, you know, I run multiple businesses. I'm a world traveler. I'm running around the globe most of the time. Uh, Although now with COVID at the time of this taping, I've been grounded to the United (laughs) States only. So (laughs) I feel like, I feel like, like I got, you know, grounded this year by my mom. (laughs) No, you can't go to Costa Rica or to Europe. Okay, fine. But it's been just an absolute delight. So David, first, let's talk a little bit about what you do. And then I'm going to, I'm going to go into the mastermind and how you've served me, because this is, this is going to be a key component for my listeners today. But let's talk a little bit about what you do. You run your own organization today. Tell me a little bit about the things that you do. Yeah. So 
I am so excited to to share because I, I'm really passionate about leaders in organizations that are willing to, to grow, to be uh, vulnerable with their teams, but be willing to, to grow their mindset, to be able to grow their thought process. And so I help organizations with their culture to be very systematic and mm-hmm. intentional with their culture, to grow a world-class culture. And then also to grow their teams and to be able to have a fully functioning, cohesive and healthy organization. And the only way you can do that is to have a leader and a leadership group that is willing to to grow and to, uh, to be vulnerable. That is awesome, especially now more than ever before. You know, the world needs our leaders to rise up. We need direction. Yeah, we need leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you turn on the news and... In America, I feel like, you know, we shoot each other with our words every day here and not, not all of our leaders. Thank you. Thank you. But many times what we're seeing on the news is so negative and so not culture-based for what we really want in our lives. I love that you focus on culture, culture development. This is one of the things that we do every single week. And I know you've gone to Paraguay and trained in the transformational roundtables that that you've done there. (laughs) And I was in Costa Rica and I trained with with the John Maxwell uh, group, that the John Maxwell team that went there to train. I think we had like 15,000 that we trained. But these transformational journeys, culture development, one thing that I wanted to really ask you about is when you're doing culture training and, you know, how do you train? Like, that's a, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. How do you train culture and where do you even start with that? So if you're a business leader today or you're a mom or a dad, you want to have values show up in your family. Mm-hmm. You're a parent. You have a lover, right? You have yes. a spouse. You have a best friend. And you want to, you want those values to show up in your relationships. Part of the whole point of this, this show is to talk about how we live life rich in all areas. And this was one of the things that I found just really interesting as I've been listening to you over the, over the last few years. Culture development and values. Ta- mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about culture and values. How you bring those together. Where do you start? How do yeah. I take the next right step there? I always talk about the starting point of culture is behaviors. Some people think there's it, it's values. And, and don't don't misunderstand me here. Values are super important, but I believe that behaviors are where we live out our values. They're the demonstration of our values. And so when I'm working with a, a client with a with a company, an organization, or and this can transfer over into, you know, moms, dads, families, relationships. I always start with behaviors because if we don't start with behaviors, we're not going and define them, define the behaviors that that are going to lead to our success. Sometimes I call them fundamentals because just like in sports, there are things that are fundamental to our success and we have to be able to practice them over and over and over again. You know, when I was a young, young uh, lad, I uh, played baseball. And one of the things that we did was they just call them the fundamentals, ground ball practice. I was an infielder. So second base, they'd hit ground balls to me and I would routinely go down and pick up those ground balls and throw to first base or try to turn the double play. I'd have batting practice. And so, so in culture, we have to define our culture in terms of the behaviors that lead to our success. Things like listening generously, speaking straight, 
finding a way, those things that are behaviors that are verbs versus a noun. I always think of values as nouns, uh, things like respect and um, integrity. They're notions, but then when we talk about behaviors, those are like verbs. These are things that we can see, we can coach, and we can give feedback on. And so in terms of culture, I take that approach because it's much more tangible and it's, it's much more, it gives the, the ability to practice and practice those behaviors. And so that's really the first step in the framework that I use um, for, for all my clients. That is beautiful. I literally am scribbling, scribbling here. You probably hear my <laughs> pen going uh, in the background, mm. but I'm, I'm scribbling down notes and then I realize, oh, we have show notes. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> you, you can get all of this for free in the download. Just yeah. click below in the podcast, uh, click Absolutely. below and you can get all of the tips that David is giving us today. <laughs> that is unbelievably cool. I, I love how you have tied together behaviors because we talk about values, but we, t- it's, it's almost like when people talk about purpose, you know, they say, what's your, yeah. what's your life's purpose? Mm-hmm. And they put it out there as this, like this big thing out there. And like the cloud comes in and runs around your face with this vision of who you can be one day. But really you broke that down so simply, so beautiful for us that our culture is our behaviors and what's acceptable and what's not. And how do we, how do we reward the good in that? I love the three that you gave us too. You know, listening, when we talk about our listening skills, that's something that we can teach. I can teach it to my kids. I can teach the people around me how to treat me and I can, they can teach me how to treat them. Uh, And then speaking straight, I love, you know, I'm a D. If you haven't taken the disc yet, <laughs> if you haven't taken the disc yet, this is an important um, litmus test of who you are, right? <laughs> but um, I want to speak straight. In, in fact, if you could do it all in bullet points, that'd be yep. great. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and interesting, interestingly enough about speaking straight, so many people think that it's just like giving somebody a piece of their mind, or I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to speak straight. I'm just going to like throw up and tell them, tell them what they need to know. That's not really the, the, the definition of a speak straight conversation is to be able to um, have an uncomfortable conversation that moves a situation forward. So we're mm. progressing and we're, we're moving towards a goal or an outcome. And, uh, and so having that speak straight conversation is really about moving a situation forward. And, and I think that that, because so many times people just have these throw up sessions where that I'm just going to give you a piece of my mind and it doesn't move the situation forward. So that's the difference. And there's a subtlety in that one. So uh, I always like to bring that up. You know, that that's important too, because it's all about teaching people what are the, what's the right way to have a conversation? So many, and I've, I run a couple of organizations today and we have new emerging leaders. And I know that this is something you're very, very passionate about is helping emerging leaders really take their world and their career and their life to the next level. But I've noticed this generationally because I have a a few folks, uh, I have a few folks in my world that are in their fifties right? Yep. And, and then I've got a few folks in my world that are in their you know, 20s and early 30s. And the communication gap on what this one thinks versus what this one thinks, the commu- how they speak, how they think, and how they communicate 
is so wide sometimes. So, you know, when you're dealing with culture in an organization, you've got generational items, you've got, it's offensive to my dad, who's 90. If you sit with your phone, with your thumbs doing this, you know, on your phone and you're, Mm -hmm. you're thumbing, you're thumbing the phone when the grandkids come, it's offensive to him because he's like, why do they keep playing on their little box? I'm like, well, that's their (laughs) phone, dad, you know? (laughs) So, so when you think about teaching culture to in your organization today or in your family, generational speak is part of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's a, you you bring up a really good point because part of the culture work is also communication and it's being able to, to bridge that gap and to be able to have leaders who are willing to go into the space where maybe they're uncomfortable and being able to actually go into that space of communication with those 20 and 30 year old people that maybe they don't quite understand. They didn't grow up in the world that they grew up in. Likewise, yeah. on the other end of the spectrum, it's also really good to be able to, to bridge the gap from those 20 and 30-year-old somethings to be able to go into the world of that 90-year-old who, quite frankly, has a lot of wisdom and there's a lot to be learned from, from our older generation. And I really feel like bridging that gap, that being able to be willing to go into what I call the growth space. Matter of fact, I, I don't know if I mentioned mm. this, but I actually just created a new podcast called In the Growth Space. And that's that part of going into that space where it's uncomfortable, but I'm willing to go there. In the Growth Space podcast, In the Growth Space. Yes. 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 Oh, <laughs> I cannot wait to subscribe because that this is huge. This is huge. And you know, I talked about this uh, with you in a master in our mastermind group. Mm-hmm. How are we growing? What are we yes. doing that matters? You know, what matters? What does it mean? And what do I do about it? You yeah. know, what do I do about it? And I think this is the part where for emerging leaders, and I know you know you also you also have a, a mastermind. You've got mm-hmm. some small groups that you bring together. Can can let let's talk a little bit about that mastermind because you you have an emerging leaders mastermind as well, correct? I do. Yes, I uh, do. Yeah. T- tell me a little bit about that. What what happens in the mastermind? What do they do? What do, how often do you meet? What do you do with them? What what kind of yeah. questions? Who are the people? Yeah, I'm just so it. interested <laughs> in this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited about this because I feel like. Like they are really the ability to have an organization future-proofed because if, if the, the leaders who are emerging can grow and, and, and build their skill sets, it's just like unstoppable for any organization. So what we do, we, we meet twice a month. And in those meetings, we do things like have extemporaneous speaking sessions. I teach them how to have a a table topic. I'll kind of use some of my Toastmasters background and and do table topics. And it scares the bejeebies out of these people because their hands sweat, their mouths goes dry. But I tell them as a leader, one of your biggest assets will be able to speak at the drop of a hat. Somebody asks you a question and you're able to respond. Kind of like what we're doing here. We're just kind of volleying back and forth. But yeah. so so in those in those sessions we do things like that but then we also have topics like communication and being able to I, you know I'll ask them hey what gets in the way of your communication within your group or what's one way that you can build trust within your team and, and we talk about those issues that are relevant to their teams. And sometimes we'll process an issue. Sometimes we'll come and, and a team or a, a, an individual will have an issue that they're working on, just like we do in our mastermind. 
and we'll we'll all be able to ask questions. We'll be able to coach each other, and then come back at a at a future session, and then sh- have them share what they've done and how they've grown. Uh, it's it's interesting. One um, individual just shared on last week's session about how they were struggling and they were trying to put into place some of the things that we were talking about. They felt like they were successful. Then at at one point they were just questioning themselves and it was like, this is the growth journey. This is that growth space because you're reaching that terror barrier where your, your programming isn't quite supporting where you're headed yet. And so it was such a great experience, but all of the leaders who are there get to hear this you know, twice a month. And it's leaders from all over the globe. So we've got people Mm. from the UK, we've got people from here in the United States. And um, it's just a great way to be able to have these emerging leaders who, and and I define an emerging leader as someone who is new to people leadership. They may not be quote unquote young, Mm -hmm. but they're just new to people leadership. And maybe this is their first foray into leading a a group or a team. And and so they're able to have a safe space, a safe space where we're all supporting each other and we all know that we want to grow. And so I'm super passionate about it because I see so many organizations who, if they would only develop their people and if they would only build their people, their companies would grow beyond their wildest imaginations. Yeah. We, we put money into the wrong things in companies, in business development. And when we don't invest in people, we don't invest in our core, right? Mm-hmm. And we were, it was interesting. I was uh, just reading that quote from Henry Ford the other day. You know, He said, you know, take away my factories, take away my shipyards, take away everything that I have, but give me my people and I'll have it all back. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, Henry Ford, and we're still, you know, we're, yeah. I still see Fords on the road today. <laughs> you know, the, the Ford empire is still strong. Yeah, and I, in fact, I was just listening to um, the former CEO, uh, Ellen Mullally, yeah. you know, speak at a, at a leadership conference called Live to Lead recently. And it was really interesting because I thought about, you know, he was talking about the people and the development of that. It wasn't about all the parts and it wasn't about all the things. Cause before that, you know, he was the CEO of, uh, I believe it was Boeing corporation, mm-hmm. you know, so he, you would think with an engineer's background, he'd be talking about all the technical stuff. Right. And 89% of his talk, maybe more, <laughs> uh, was on people, yes. was on people, on the communication uh-huh. of people, on how his leadership, leadership came together. And I, that's interesting too, because I was thinking about, as we were talking, why I joined our mastermind in a space where I lead people in different areas and different businesses today. When you're the leader, sometimes, and I know that they say, if you're leading and it's lonely, you're doing it wrong. Well, then I'm like, yeah, then I suck because I'm totally doing it wrong. Right. Like, cause sometimes I'm lonely. Sometimes I'm like, Hey, I don't know what to do. And I really wish I had a thinking partner. I really wish I had somebody that was kind of in the room at my level that I could say, Hey, have you gone through this before? And kind of bounce. I call it the bounce. I need a little bounce, little ideas bounce. So yeah, let's talk about that. I want to switch gears here for just a minute, because I know one of the things I've watched in the last two years is who you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's why I wanted 
you know, I love what you're doing in the leadership space. I love what you do in helping businesses develop their culture and helping individual leaders really grow and become the very best version of who they were meant to be so that they can, quite frankly, live out their dreams, achieve success, achieve significance, get what they want. All of those things in the above are if you work with David, that's what you get. That's yeah. how it works because right. <laughs> uh, he's got a process for it. Yep. But this is the part I was, when I was, when I was thinking about this with you, this is the part that I just just, I found so stunning as I've watched your journey. Mm. You are systematic and you know, I love systems. I love structures. I love strategies. Uh, How do you, tell me a little bit about how you live life, how, what Mm. you do like a day in the life of David, because (laughs) how we are our daily disciplines. I've watched your disciplined life Mm. and discipline is a huge one in everywhere from eating to what we do in our behaviors your daily disciplines are like Iron Man. You know, I just look at you and I go, how has this guy been married 31 years? I, I, I stalk David on Facebook, by the way. And uh, in every picture, his I married wife, a saint, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in his pictures, in just even the candid shot pictures, his wife looks at him like he's a hero. I'm not even kidding. His his children, I know he's got five kids. Mm-hmm. He's raised this beautiful family with his wife, kept a marriage not only together, but thriving. Mm-hmm. Like you've kept a thriving marriage. And I look at who you are and I think, mm-hmm. man, I want to just be around him. So tell me about what you do every day, like your yeah. daily habits, your daily behaviors, your daily disciplines. Let me see behind the curtain of David for a minute, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes I, I, I like to say that it, it doesn't seem like sexy or it doesn't seem glamorous, but I tell you what, this is, I think, the secret. I, this is the secret to living life rich, and that is to, be, to have daily disciplines. And so my morning starts at 5 a.m., and uh, I come down here in my office. Uh, I have my 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 reading thinking chair right over here. I'm pointing to it, and um, so I, I spend time in, in my spiritual life. I spend time praying. I spend time um, reading scriptures, and then I feed my mind. Um, I'm usually reading a book uh, of some sort, and so I either read a book or listen to a podcast. And so that that morning ritual then leads into the beginning of my day, and I have a startup ritual where I look at my weekly big three, my daily big three, and these are the th- top three things that I'm, I, I need to get done this week, and then I need to get done in the day. Then I'll go through my, my email inbox, clear that out, do a quick social media sweep, and then I'm on to my day. But then throughout the day, um, I, I'm, I'm not an early morning workout workout or if that is a word, <laughs> but I, I love to work out right <laughs> said after the lunch. former triathlete. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, said, I said I, former triathlon guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do work out, but it's just not in the morning. I, I work out at noon or <laughs> one o'clock so I can give myself a little bit of extra boost for the rest of the day. But I do work out pretty much every, every day. The only thing that stops me is if uh, I have well, gosh, actually nothing stops me. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm, I'm always in the, I'm either in the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I'm out taking the dogs for a hike, getting outside hiking. Um, and we've got some great hills here in Western PA. So I'd love to show you around the, some of the trails if uh, you get out this way. Uh, right we'll on, have to work yeah. out some of that chocolate. So because <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll I, I will partake with first you. And then we'll go. Then we'll, then go. we'll go right after. You got to feed the girl some chocolate. I need uh, a little energy first, David. I will love it. I will love to. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, 
yeah. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I work, I work out, spend time with my family and, and that's the other thing too, I will say as a discipline. And this really comes from my amazing wife, Cindy, 6 PM every night without fail. Um, we're having dinner together. Unfortunately, mm. this part of my se- this season of my life, there's fewer and fewer kids around to be able to to do that with. But 6 p.m. has been like kind of like the golden hour. Like nothing else can take the place of that. Phones get put away. You know, no texting at the table. She always says, and so mm. it's it's a great ritual to have. And and a lot of my life is around rituals. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it in the culture work, because it bleeds over into our personal life, into our spiritual life and into our emotional life, our relationships, having, and and even like a, a, a rhythmic weekly, I have a weekly coffee date with Cindy. So it's either on Friday mornings or Saturday mornings. And we spend time together. We just catch up. Sometimes we just look at each other and go, I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we do it and we get together and we just really reconnect. And so, but the rhythms of life, those rituals will drive success and and help us to live life rich in each one of these areas of our lives. And so I'm such a a, a proponent of, of really having these kinds of rituals in our lives. This is so true and so impactful. Every really impactful leader I've talked to, and please don't miss what he said, because those daily disciplines, those small actions over time, they don't sound, I love the word you use, they're not very sexy. All right. Right. (laughs) But you know, the small actions over time lead to great change. Yeah. Small actions over time lead to great change. Whether it's working out every day, whether it's investing in your relationships to take the moment and put the phone down and actually look into your kids' eyes or into your spouse's eyes or into your mate's eyes. Yeah. You know, it's so huge. And I, you know, I found this to be true for my life as well. And when I'm off, when things are off in my life, when I have not been disciplined, when I've not been scheduled. In fact, I was just speaking about this. I went through a clarity compass the other day with, with my coach and mm. my coach was taking me thing through, you know, he's got this licensed program called clarity coaching. And uh, he took me through these areas of my life and he said, how come you feel this way? And I said, because I, I haven't put it into my schedule. And, and he said, how come you're getting those results? You know, he, he's tough, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like I got a little gut punch every time he you know, opens his mouth. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm paying you for this. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you know? But this is the value of mentorship. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. people will tell you the truth. And when you're a leader, and then also when you're a lover of souls and you and the people around you love you, sometimes they don't want to tell you what you need to hear because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But to be really honest in that relationship and say, it's almost like when you were talking about speaking the truth earlier, David, in your culture, your organization, it's how we speak it. And, and he That's does it right. with questions. So as I was going through it, my health, my health is an area that I just struggle in. And I'm, I work towards it and I work towards it and I get on track and then I like fall off the wagon of chocolate, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, caramel apples. Yay. <laughs> you know? I know. I love it. Let's have three. <laughs> A cheesecake. But you know, I just, And I found that, you know, I can be very disciplined in areas of my life uh, with money. I'm 
I have systems, structures, strategies that I follow with money and mindset. And I do it every single day and I know exactly what it looks like. But there are other areas that I struggle in that. And I, you just really have seemed to master it in all areas. And I look at that. It's so impressive because I've gotten to really know you off camera, off mm. podcast <laughs> world and off of put your best foot forward world yeah. where you know you come to the table. What David has done for me and I just want to speak into this for a minute because David and I have been in a mastermind group and every single month, yeah, I don't, I, I literally, I can't remember a time when, I, when David has missed <laughs> and I'm, I'm adamant about not missing this either in my world. So, you know, we're always there. We're like the rider dies, man. That's we're right. me and David, we're with <laughs> Andy right. Hall on this deal. Andy Hall, big shout out to you, our, our Absolutely. guy, yeah. but we're the rider dies. We, we always show. And, um, I was in a session and I was really struggling with something personally. And I was sharing with the group, I don't know how to navigate this next step. And I'm the leader. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's moments in life when you're just like, I don't know, I'm really struggling here. And you know, let's be real. I, you can be a multimillionaire, you can have everything else together, but when the stuff hits the fan and you got to figure out what do I do next to make it through, you need people around you that can speak life into you. And so David said to me that day, he said, I'll never forget it, David. Hmm. He, He said, you know, you've got a light that just shines out of you. When you smile, it lights up our mastermind. When you come, the energy is different. When we're here together, the energy is different. And he said, you know, you may not know what to do or how this outcome will be in your life for this really personal big issue you had, I had happening, which I'm not going to share today. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry guys. And I, I remember I just, I was teared up because the group just poured into me. And um, one of the things that he said was focus on what you have. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you have. Focus on what you can use. Focus on the gift that you have. Don't focus on what you don't have, but focus on what you do have. And make a list of those things, but know that that light doesn't get diminished because you're going through a struggle. And you can be real here. This is a safe place. So the mastermind for me, in fact, I'm starting my own mastermind soon here, but I for a, a very, very small group. But, you know, this mastermind, I, I as long as everybody says, hey, I, I'm still in it, I'm going to stay in this mastermind until like Jesus takes me home. <laughs> That's, <laughs> right. That's right. It's the value. Place. Yeah. So David, thank you for that. Thank uh-huh. you for really, you know, seeing, seeing my struggle in that time and speaking something that mattered into me through that day. And I remember I took a notepad after we got off that call and I started making a list on the left-hand side mm-hmm. of all the things I had, of all the things I had going for me, of all the gifts God had given me, of all mm-hmm. the opportunities, of all the people, of all the resources. And I literally made financial resources, health resources, people Beautiful. resources. I took all of that based on what you spoke into me. This is the power. Mm. Before I got on the mastermind, I just wanted to like go back to bed, pull the blankets over my head and go, this sucks. (laughs) Sorry, mom, if you're listening, because mom doesn't like that word. I don't want to deal with this. And I don't want to be the leader anymore. And I don't want to be the person that has to make these decisions. And I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I like (laughs) eight year old girl with my pigtails. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. 
So thank you, David, because I know that that's what your participants get every week and pardon me, every other week when you do your mastermind with these emerging leaders is they're bringing things and you push their limits to say, hey, step out of the comfort zone, move to the next level. This is how you live life rich and I'm living my best life today. And that's what we want for you. David and I both feel the same about people. We want this for you, our listeners today. David, I know you have a podcast. Actually, I think you've got a couple of podcasts. You've got a mastermind group. How do they find you, David? I'm going to put all of David's links, by the way, on this podcast episode. So you can find it on our Facebook page. You can find it on LinkedIn. You can find it in the notes below here on on wherever you're listening to podcasts. You get all the show notes today, but I really want you to just to speak out we want more of David. How do we get him? How do we, <laughs> yeah. how do we get this guy? And if you actually saw a picture of David, for all of you who are listening and not watching the, the YouTube video, if you actually saw a picture of David, when I first met him, I thought he was like 30 something and you're in your fifties. <laughs> I am. Right? Yeah, I am. I, I have good, I, I think I have good genes. I, either that or, you know, just working out helps. I'm not sure which <laughs> I'm going to well, keep doing that though. <laughs> your disciplines, your behaviors, your daily disciplines, the structure that you've built in your life has served you so well. I I appreciate that. It's a key. Those small actions over time have led to who you are. So, wow, David. Anyway, so how do we find you? We got to find David. Yeah, sure. Well, you can, uh, my my website, davidmcglennon.com. You can uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. That's probably the only social platform that I'm super active on. Uh, I am on uh, Instagram, but but LinkedIn is probably my primary place. Um, So reach out to me there. And I'd be grateful if you at least gave my podcast a, a listen. It's called the In the Growth Space, and we're going to be talking to leaders. I'm going to be sharing some of my my thoughts and insights on on how to grow and and how I've grown. I just uh, I'm grateful to you, my friend, for the opportunity to be here with you, just to share space. And I just love I, again. I love your energy, and I love. I'm a subscriber to to this podcast, and I, I just love being able to be taught by you because I know that if there's one uh, area of my life that I need to continue to level up, and that's my financial life. And so you you've been doing that with me and for me, and so I'm eternally grateful, Marissa. And uh, mm. so thank you, thank you for being here. Well, thank you, and we we're, we are absolutely going to check out your podcast. Uh, you are going to have the links below in in this podcast to go check out David. In addition to that, I just want to say uh, I know that David does culture training. I know that he he does leadership training. I know he's got his own masterminds that he runs that you can join. He's got several sessions of those every quarter. I think he mm-hmm. opens those up. I think you have to apply for it, right? Correct. But yeah. uh, you got to apply. You can't. Yep. You just it's just not a free for all here. It's, this time is extremely valuable, and I, I I love that too because then you know what you're getting into. You know you're getting real value and real real grit when you get there. He has added value to me. And when I say that, I'm very careful about who I promote, mm-hmm. who I say, go see this guy, go watch this guy. I'm very, very careful about who I promote because I want to make sure that they have consistent behavior that I would want to follow, consistent results that I want in my life. And David does. He's an absolute 31-year testimony to doing this. 
in his business career, with his with his clients, with his family, with his relationships across the board. So I just I'm a big I'll be, I'll be you know me and Cindy I'll I'll be right behind your wife in <laughs> there you go. David McGlennon fan club. But well, okay, yeah. right behind your wife and your kids, and then that'll then it's Marissa Nielsen. So <laughs> thank you all for tuning in today. We hope that you found value in this. We hope that you apply the things that he talked about in his daily disciplines. One last quick takeaway I wanted to make sure that you got is the three things that he does every week, the big important things that he does every week, and the three things that he writes down and does every single day. This is the one thing that I would just share with you. Do this today. Do what David told you to do today. Mm -hmm. Grab your notebook, write the three things that you must get done this week, and the three things you must get done today that feed into that big weekly goal. Because those small actions over time will give you absolutely the results in your life to help you live life rich. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening into that conversation with my good friend, Marissa Nielsen. I, I really hope that it helps uh, to give you some some tips for daily disciplines, for, for behaviors and habits, for creating a high-performing culture, and, and not only just a culture for your company, but your own culture. Um, we all have our own culture. And so, I hope this was really helpful. I'd love to get some feedback. So let me know what you thought. Send me a note. There's an email address in the show notes that you can send to admin at davidmcglennon.com. Make sure that you also uh, download the, the free resource that I have available for this particular episode. So until next time, remain in the growth space and be well. 